Welcome to episode 7 of season 2 of Younger, Smarter, Better, teaching teens and young adults important life skills and habits so they are better prepared for life. Today we're going to be talking all about self-discipline, why it is so important to have self-discipline and why self-discipline will really lead to having more enjoyment in your life. So the first thing I really wanted to talk about as kind of like a prologue into the topic of self-discipline is to talk about attention. Because if you think about it, in today's day and age, with cell phones, technology, and I mean even like advertisements, a lot of other things that are just surrounding you, but really your attention is very, very valuable. And actually, your attention has a price to it as well, that this is one of the one of the ways that companies use as a metric to see how they're doing profit-wise, is to look at how much time and attention they are getting like people are spending on them and their advertisements. So, and this works for entertainment companies. So you really, your attention is now something that people are trying to buy over and they're trying to really get a hold of, which is why things like YouTube, Netflix have these autoplay features. They have things that are made to keep you in and keep you entertained for long periods of time because they know that your attention is valuable. That's why advertisements, every advertisement that's played makes company money in some way, shape, or form, even if it's just like, you know, listening through and watching it and or just even like seeing it in the background. Even in the background will like subconsciously affect you and leaning towards that product and another product. So really like your attention is a very valuable thing. Not only to companies, but to you as well, because if you think about it, where you spend your attention is where you spend your life. And when we go through that, right, self-discipline at least from what I hear about people talking about self-discipline and what I perceive it as is a lot of people say that it that it like one that it's like it's perceived it's really hard to have self-discipline which it it could be for some people but in this day and age you know because people don't really exert a lot of self-discipline when it comes to like everyday things it might be a little bit harder for them but Really, I want to go through, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about, like, self-discipline is really just a muscle, and it's something that you can train to grow strong with over time. The second thing that self-discipline is kind of, like, viewed as is it's viewed as being boring and taking the fun out of things. If you're self-disciplined, you don't have a lot of fun. You're very rigid, scheduled, and... You're just not open to being flexible and other sorts of things and having fun with your time, which isn't isn't the case because what self-discipline has allowed you to do is really it's a type of attention, right? Self-discipline is being attentive and doing things that you may not want to do. It's doing something without the wanting or the motivation to do it. It's doing because it needs to be done and sitting down and actually doing it. And when we go through that, Having the self-discipline to eliminate eliminate things like procrastination and distraction actually adds a lot more enjoyment into your life. So a lot of this comes out of looking at how, you know, how cavemen or how like the human brain is supposed to work, right? A long time ago, long, long, long time ago, humans were, we'll say cavemen, right? Cavemen really needed to be alert and focused to stay alive. So they needed to be easily distracted. So if the bush was shaking behind them, they would be able to look away. Because, you know, if you didn't look at the rustling bush behind you, you might be attacked by a saber-toothed tiger. Things like this would come up where you needed to be easily distracted. You need to have some sort of way to be aware of your surroundings so that if something were to pop up, you'd be ready for it. So that's why we're so e- we can be so easily distracted. And that's why we're, our brain is often going from one thing to the other thing because it's constantly looking for new information, something to be aware of in that 
mindset that we've had as cavemen. But now as we go through and you look at also at the same time, so one, the brain needs to be, the brain to some extent needs to be distracted or is used to being distracted to survive. Now, another thing at the same time, your brain likes to focus and it actually gets a lot of joy out of focus. Um, one of the books that I was reading was talking about how the brain is kind of the brain's joy receptors are divided up into four different sectors. Um, one of them being compassion, another being focus. The ability to focus in on something and really concentrate on it is what drives a lot of pleasure out of it. And when you're into a state of flow, is another word for it, is kind of like you feel like you're doing things, you're working at your best, and you're taking on a slightly challenging thing, something that you have just enough ability to take on head on and be able to tackle. You really got this like sense of you're doing your best and you're actually accomplishing things. And there's different forms of flow and of focus and self-discipline, but really that's one of the main ones that really drives out joy and is really nice to have. Um, and when it comes through in today's day and age, though, distraction kind of draws away from that. If you're, you can't be in the state of flow or in the state of concentration and productivity at like maximum productivity if you're always constantly distracted yes it's kind of a give or take our brain needs to be distracted to survive in some sense of the world or at least it used to need to be distracted and there is still some cases today where like you know vehicles on roads and other sorts of things where you need to be able to get in new information fast but there's other case scenarios when you're working things where your productivity where being distracted is something that draws away from the experience and really gets your mind off task one two it makes you unfocused and when you're not focused you don't drive as much joy and enjoyment out of doing things so if you're working on a task you say and then you suddenly get a notification on your phone or you have to check your email or something right there's actually a cost associated with changing your attention around so what you're like saying you're looking at and working on this document for a couple minutes and then you get a tweet so you look at your phone just look the act of looking at your phone just getting your attention off of what you're doing and switching it actually costs you time and energy and there's it's a subtle it's a very very subtle change but you could notice it you're going from focusing on one task to changing and focusing on another task and think of it kind of as like a kind of as a graph right over time the more and more focus you put in the more and more concentrated the more into the task you are the better you're like you're really focused you're really geared on that task you can do it a lot more productively and more effectively but then you get a distraction that immediately goes all the way down you lost your focus you lost your concentration and it's down to zero now there's some other thing there's a cost associated with being distracted when working and sometimes it's really it's one of those things that you just don't notice until you look back on it. Because you, like, say over the course of a day, right? Sure, you're working on one thing, and then you get, like, okay, notification. Okay, not too bad, right? That's one notification. But you think about it over the course of a day. People get tend to get hundreds and hundreds of notifications a day. It's, like, you can look at your phone and actually check how many notifications you get. But the average person gets around 150, 200, 300 notifications a day. All of that has a time cost and an energy cost associated with it from being distracted and pulled out of the moment. And that in and of itself has a huge, once you add up all of those notifications and all of those distractions, emails, Twitter notifications, all those things together, it's a huge cost to your day. So removing that is a good way to stay focused and productive. And really having self-discipline, and this is where self-discipline ties in, 
the ability to have self-discipline to turn off notifications, to not look at your phone. These sorts of things really help you be productive and enjoy more of your time. So one of the things that I would suggest when going about um, trying to eliminate some of those things is eliminate a lot of the distractions you have when you're working. To say to be self-disciplined and to work effectively would be to eliminate distractions. One of the things that I do is I have my phone. Um, your phone normally, or at least iPhones anyway, have this driving do not disturb mode, which basically means it's, so there's two different, just there are three different do not disturb modes. There's turning your phone on silent, which I already automatically have my phone on silent all the time. It just turns off like the sound of your keyboard clicking and other things like that. Also, it turns your phone on vibrate, and so when you get a call, it just vibrates instead of ringing. The second do not disturb mode is the physical button that says do not disturb. You press that, and what it will do is instead of like vibrating or something like that, it won't vibrate. It will just send the message, and then you look at your phone, and then all the messages are there without like getting buzzed or notified by like your physical phone vibrating or sending a message or something like that. And then the third one and this is what I use, is a driving do not disturb mode. It won't even show you the notifications until after you're done. It hides all of the notifications, doesn't even show you them on the screen until after you're done. You can't even really open your phone until that point, until you're done. And what that allows you to do is that what I have it, and I have it set up into a specific way. I have my driving do not disturb set to a message that will respond to my friends and family, whoever is texting me. And what it will do is it'll say, hey, I may be driving or working on focused work at the moment. I can get back to you once I'm done this or once you reach to a breaking point. If you need me to, if you really, really need me, like the world's on fire sort of thing, you can reply back urgent and it will break through to my thing. So there's things like that. There's also ways that you can. So like people are like, oh, I, I don't, I don't turn my phone on. Do not disturb because there might be an emergency. Well, you can have your, you can have the best of both worlds. You can get a, a distraction-free iPhone and get emergency notifications and things like that. There's ways to set that up. There's ways to, like like I was saying, send the word urgent to get really important messages. There's also having your favorites are able to break through your do not disturb if they call you more than once. So there's things like that that you can do to really open yourself up for emergency situations. And now what I want to really talk about is kind of the second part, which is the muscle part of self-discipline. Self-discipline is really kind of a muscle. It's something that some people, some people, you know, work out a lot more than others. And because of that, they're able to concentrate, focus, and really get down to the ground and work much more effectively than other people. And exerting self-control is something that you can train and become better at. The more and more you exert yourself or exert your self-control, the more and more easily it is the next time you have to do it to be able to exert that same amount of self-control. It's a muscle. It's something that grows stronger the more and more you use it. But as the same thing as a muscle, it grows tired over the course of a day. So if you start out in the morning, you have much more self-discipline and much more ability to concentrate and focus on things in the morning than you do in the afternoon. And the reason is, is that, like we were saying earlier, notifications have a cost associated with them every time you switch notifications. The same thing happens with self-discipline. The more and more self-discipline you use over the course of the day, the less and less you have for the rest of the day. And it's not necessarily like, oh, at the end of the day, you'll become like an animal and won't be able to have any sort of self-control. No, it's really more or less like you become tired. It's like going to a gym and going on a work, like an intense workout. Yes, you can still function for the rest of the day. You're just kind of like slightly fatigued or something like that. And what happens is that you have like a lot of, con like, so imagine throughout like a school day or work day, right? And saying, if you had the ability to choose what tasks you do, 
what you should do is you should choose the tasks that have the biggest like biggest self-control energy cost associated with them so say you have like a big report that's due first thing you should do in the day is focus on that because ultimately it's going to cost one it's going to cost the most and cost and you're going to need to focus on it the most in the morning and you have the most energy in the morning so it'll probably help you out if you do that at first and then what else you can do is towards the end of the day you do the more menial tasks things like tracking email or like homework some other thing that doesn't cost a lot of like energy and focus to do because towards the end of the day you'll have less and less of that focus and that concentration ability and the ability to you know sit down and actually get it done and be you know have self-discipline which is really just working when you don't want to work and doing things that you may not want to do for the betterment of yourself and one of the things that uh, that's also associated with this is organizing your tasks. As I was saying, the morning, I just say the morning as a general frame of reference for myself because I know that in the morning, that's when I tend to be the most alert, my most productive, and have the most um, most self-discipline uh, strength in the morning. And it might be different for other people. Other people might have like mid-afternoon might be better for them. But as a general frame of reference, the morning seems to be the best thing for that. And another way to really, as I was saying, like, you know, an intense workout will really tire out and give you fatigue. Sometimes it's really important to exert yourself more than you might normally work will with self-control. And what this will allow you to do is it's kind of like we were saying earlier, it's a muscle. It's something you build up over time. The more self-control you exert, the more self-discipline you exert, the more and more strengthened that muscle gets. And so what you might want to do is do... Like sit down and do something you don't want to do. Maybe you have an assignment you have to do or there's some like project that you've been pushing off. Sitting down, doing it and doing it as long as possible and trying to really just keep doing it and keep going at it even past when you're like, man, I really don't want to do this right now or I could just go and watch a show right now. Doing that and sitting down and actually getting through the work will help build up your muscles. It's basically a high-intensity, self-discipline workout. And by doing that, it really helps you out with growing that self-discipline over a long period of time. Now, as we get into you know proper exercise, with proper exercise to really get the most benefit out of exercising, you need to be able to rest and recharge. I'll be sure to go over resting and recharging in more depth in a future episode, but now I want to kind of go over like the basics and the overview so that you can really like rest and recharge more effectively. And so as self-discipline is a muscle that you need to, you know, that over time fatigues and stuff like that, you need to be able to rest and recharge to gain back some of that self-discipline. You can actually, over the course of a day, if you were to take like a midday nap or something like that, you can actually get like an energy boost for the rest of the day. So there's other things you can do um, to regain some of your like self-discipline, self-discipline strength over the course of a day. One of the things that I would suggest is that you don't try to fit more things at the end of the day. I think a lot of the times the culture that we live in today is we kind of have like this busyness culture. Like you have to constantly be doing something or you're going to fall behind. And really that's not the truth. What happens is that like at, towards the end of the day, and that's the time when people are like, it's the afternoon or it's like after school, after work, something people are like, well, if you're not working, you're falling behind because there's some sort of like totem pole that everything just, you know, you're not working, you're not being productive, you're falling behind. It's not good. Basically, bottom line, that's the busyness, busyness culture we may live in today. And so what I would say to do is actually 
sometimes the most productive thing to do is to rest which actually it took me a long time to learn this lesson. But the most productive thing you can do is actually sit down and rest and relax for the rest of the evening. Because with, with, if you think about it right, say you have some big task that you're trying to do, right? And it's towards the end of the day and you're like, oh, I can just rally. I can just exert some self-discipline and try and really finish it. But if you think about it, like you're still going to be tired the next day because you didn't rest or relax enough. Like if you're still working late into the night and then you wake up tomorrow morning you're going to be really fatigued and not have as much strength as if you would have to you know if you rested that afternoon so if you think about it this way right if you try to do it and say it takes you let's say it takes you two hours in the afternoon if you were to try and really push rally and get that project done but it would take you like only 30 minutes or 45 minutes if you were really focused and concentrated in the morning with a lot more energy and vibrance. So really what you're doing is by not resting and relaxing, you're really kind of wasting time. You're not necessarily wasting the time so much as you're not using it as effectively as you could if you were just resting and relaxing. And that resting, that relaxing really gives you an extra strength, an extra boost the next day when you're going to get to work. Some of the ways that you can really rest and recharge, I would say, are going outside. Um, going outside really helps your brain focus and help build focus because what basically when you're in nature, your brain is left, you're not like sitting and concentrated. So basically, it's kind of like the opposite of sitting at a desk and concentrating on work. Your brain is left to wander and just look around, which really helps build focus and build like your eye and muscle strength for focusing because you're really just left to like relax and just look around. You do not have anything you have to like sit down and look at or concentrate at. Another thing that you can do is go on a short walk. Exercise is really, really beneficial to the body, and there's a really strong connection from the body to the mind, and so being able to exercise really benefits your mind in a lot of different ways, including building strength and building the strength of self-discipline. There's things like that they can do. Even like a short five to 10 minute walk can increase your productivity by like 20%. So there's things that you can do that like a five to 10 minute walk, super easy. I mean, you just like, after you're done a task, just walk around and just like take a five minute walk. It's really, really beneficial. And if you want to go for bonus points, connect the two together, go and walk outside. Boom. That's even like a, a thousand times better. And another thing you do as a break, and this is something that I do too, because, you know, I just like to be organized, is to declutter your workspace. And what you're doing is when you're cleaning up and when you're kind of collecting things and organizing them and kind of cleaning up your workspace together, maybe making some more clean space, it really helps you, one, it kind of de-stresses you because you're kind of like, you're just more relaxed, you're just, just, I'm getting things clean, I'm getting things organized. Being organized really helps you lower stress. And what it also does is that once you have like a system in place and you're organized, it allows you to know where things are and really help you with being faster. Because when you're working through and you're like ruffling through paperwork, you're like, oh, I don't know where this thing is. You're wasting time looking, wasting time and energy looking for something that if you were organized, you'd just be like, oh, right here, boom. I know where my pencil is. I know where pencil sharpener is, right? And so there's things like that that you can do right when you're like in between tasks that you can really just pull out one last thing i would say would really help with relaxing is doing something you enjoy you know there's a lot of things that people like enjoy doing and doing that will actually help you be more productive so doing something you enjoy doing or want to do will actually help you in the long term be more productive so sit down and read a book or 
practice your instrument, do something that you enjoy that you can really focus on. And doing that really helps you out when you're trying to do work and be productive some other time, even like taking a break to if you enjoy like social media, even taking a break to do that, that could help you out when you're trying to be productive. So things like that can really help you rest and recharge and like recover from the self-discipline strength fatigue that's associated with working out over long periods of time during the day and that really concludes our episode on self-discipline and the muscle and building up that muscle so i would like to thank you for listening to this episode uh it's been so much fun making this episode i really enjoyed it and we also have we officially have younger smarter better.com you can check that out in the description below we have a blog that's associated with this website videos we have all sorts of stuff you can find the podcast you can find people and everything you need down in the description section below. I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode, and I'm Christian Adlita, the host of Younger, Smarter, Better, and as always, stay hungry for knowledge. Like-